We're on assignment again, and this time I'm celebrating and having a great time on spring break with the family. So on today's podcast, how to plan for a vacation. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with CloudVestor. Untangling Your Finances. Welcome to the podcast with the vacationing Mo Param. I'm not even going to say on assignment with Mo Param. Uh, you are just flat out vacationing, but you deserve it, and I'm glad you are. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here. Mo Param is with Cloud Vesters. Cloud Vesters, the fiduciary firm there with you with the human touch in all stages of your financial life. More information is available at cloudvesters.com. Mo is at Disney World. I am. I am. I I like to say assignment because it just it, it makes me sound more official. But yeah, you're right. I, <laughs> I am officially officially on vacation with the family at Disney World. Well, I think that's great. It's my it's first a, time here. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been. Is, so you were telling me about it is as magical as a to a forty year old as it is to an eleven year old. I can believe that. I, I look. I I still love rides. You put me. I'll get on any ride you put in front of me. I don't care. I love them. And yeah, I agree with you. I think I'd like it absolutely. I'm never been, but that's great. And you're still early in because we're actually recording on a Tuesday, so you have till Sunday. Now, for anyone thinking of yeah. breaking into Mo's house, by the time this hits, Mo will be back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the reason I say that is because oh, um, when I was on, you know, on radio for years and, and uh, my co-host, of course, we knew like if I had a co-host, I would not say they were on vacation because that's like, all right, nobody's at their house now. We've got a week we can. I know. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I, I told my wife not to post anything because we're still on vacation. <laughs> so just, just get the pictures ready, uh, right. have your captions, re captions ready. But when, as soon as we get back, then you can post. You know, that's a really good point. Uh, but people cannot help themselves and they post they while on vacation. <laughs> my current <Yeah>. situation. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they're looking out at the, some beautiful sunset ocean view. And, you know, I'm looking at a dumpster and a possum. <laughs> well, here's my current situation. But uh, <laughs> so you're actually going to wait to post. Yeah, it? yeah. I, I think I'll wait to I think I'll wait to post. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, because because you know I, I want to be in the moment, right? So be in the moment with family, mm -hmm. and uh, when we get back, we'll have enough time to post. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, even right now, right? Where everyone is getting ready for uh, for dinner later on, so I decided to hop in the car real quick, do this podcast, and head back. So part of planning for a vacation is also planning in some work time if you have to. Hey, that's a good point. That's our topic now: yeah. planning that vacation. Um, and and I know you're going to blend in here how, some plans that you put together for this trip, which you that's the first thing you told me when we connected. You got to have uh, you got to have this planned out if you're coming. Yeah, especially uh, especially here in Disney. I mean, there's, you know, multiple parks. Um, you have to um, figure out what you want to do for dinner. Uh, there's a new uh, well, newer app um, that can let that can uh, allow you to, like, reserve your spot online do express passes so you don't want to just 
just come here and just say, all right, now we're going to figure this out because it's it's too late yeah. at that point. I mean, everyone is is already already have their rides reserved, already have their um, their uh, dinner plans already, um, the reservations already already set. So just like that, vacationing uh, on a, a large scale is the same thing, right? You definitely want to at least plan long term about what you're going to do for your trip, excursions, how much it's going to cost. Uh, if you're driving, what the route is, what the weather is going to be like. And really, it's just ultimately just having a, a full-on plan about uh, – I'd say the first thing you want to do is budget, right? If you're going to do – especially if you're going to do a family vacation with – I have a large family. Mm-hmm. I have a family of, of six. Oh, so that is a, that's a large family. Yes. So, yeah, cha-ching. <laughs> so you have to figure out flights and or if you're going to drive versus flights. Um, if you're going to uh, do any excursions. And so you, you want to get a sense of what the entire trip uh, is going to because going to cost you and then use that as the first um, the point of reference to planning the trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first thing is you got to figure out where you got to go. You know, that's the, that's the very first step. I mean, is you heading to Myrtle Beach or are you going to the Caribbean? <laughs> you know, it makes a difference. It does make a difference. I mean, the Caribbean is such a, a, a broad area, right? I mean, are you gonna, mm-hmm. which country, which island you're going to go to? But you're right. First and figure out is where you're going to go. Uh, and then once you figure out where you're going to go, now it's time to it's time to see, okay, um, does this place fit my budget, right? And yeah. then now it comes down to budgeting. Um, if you're going to have an elaborate vacation, you're going to do excursions, are you going to uh, stay in an all-inclusive resort, are you going to – uh, uh, you know, uh, is there, are you going to, uh, uh, maybe do, uh, uh, upgrade on seats or uh, on your flights? I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it, but first you want to figure out where you want to go and then see, um, also how that, how that location fits within your budget overall. Honey, you know where I told you it was either going to be Bora Bora or Myrtle beach. It's looking more and more like Myrtle Beach. <laughs> but, you know, the other thing, too, is and I, in a lot of ways, it, once you determine how, where you're going to go, that can help you make a decision on how you're going to get there. It could be close and you could drive or it may be that you need to fly. Yeah, that's a good, good point. Right. I mean, if we're going to so I live in uh, you know the suburbs of Atlanta or outside of Atlanta. So if. Yeah, from Orlando to uh, to my house, it's about a seven hour drive, so not too bad of a drive. No, that's not bad. No, we left early in the morning, uh, arrived around midday, spent the rest of the day at the pool, so it wasn't too bad of a drive. But if we were going to go to L.A., for instance, you know, there's no way we're driving to L.A. No, so, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So you're right. You're right. It's depending on where you go. You're going to have to, it could determine whether you're going to fly or not. But what you could do, and I've, I've taken trains before too, but that doesn't really, I mean, that still takes about as long on a train. It might be, but yeah, you're, you're flying to LA. So yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the distance uh, though that can help determine that. You know, the other thing too, you used to go to a travel agent. I'm, I'm sure, some, I don't even know, but I guess some people may still use travel agents, but like everything else, so much has become do it yourself in areas like that. Where do you go to find the deals? And that Because they're out there, but you have to find them. Yeah, you have to find the deals. I mean, there's apps like uh, like Trip TripAdvisor, Expedia. Uh, I know Google Flights. I've used that in the past, where you can um, 
it has all the flights that are out there. So you pick the time, the well, the day you want to leave, when you want to when you want to arrive. Uh, you can even leave it um, your destination blank, which is actually pretty cool, and it gives you all the flights that are available that day, right? So if you wanted to do be spontaneous and just pick a random a place to go to, you can you can do that. But um, but yeah, there 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 are a lot of resources out there that at least will show you either flights on hotels, flights on air on for uh, airlines, or even bundling, bundling the entire package. I actually did use a travel agent for Disney. You did? Okay. I did. My friend's sister is a Disney planner. Uh-huh. So for the first time going, I, I decided, you know what, I, I, won't, I won't cut around the bushes. I won't try to, uh, try to do this on my own. Uh, let me get some help. You know, just like, you know, for our company, right, we're, we're a financial advisor. So we tell, um, you know, potential clients, if you need help with a situation, we're here, we're here for that. And and for me, I'm not ashamed to say that traveling for uh, traveling to Disney wasn't something that wasn't my strong suit. So let me use a professional for well, this. Good point. It was absolutely amazing. We, we actually talked about this last week, last podcast and robo advising. Right. And, right. Um, and, and sometimes it's nice to have that human helping you. So for all travel agents listening, <laughs> and I had you to- all totally out of business and just as extinct as manufacturers of buggy whips. I'm sorry, because I'd still like to use you, too. I still like that human touch. No, it was, it was great. Even on our first day here, uh, she actually sent us a text and said, um, you know, how's the, how's the day going? That's great. Uh, yeah, so it was awesome. But it, it did help clarify things. So uh, tra- if you can use, I would say, uh, use a travel agent mm-hmm, if you can, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to go somewhere. Um, that has a lot of, of uh, activities to do because you may not know which ones are the best ones that are out there. I mean, uh, with all the rides at Disney, we weren't sure. I wasn't sure, mm-hmm. you know, the top four rides per park to go to. So at least we know, okay, at the end of the day, if we accomplish these four rides, for instance, you know, we could put a thumbs up and say we had a great day. Uh, yeah. But actually, we ended up doing 11 rides the first day. Ooh. Okay, wow, good. A world record. What's your favorite yeah. from the what you've done so far? I would say Space Mountain. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Um, I've never been, so. Roller coaster in the dark. It was actually pretty cool. I can imagine. <laughs> I like that feeling of your stomach's going all the way up into your throat, you know. <laughs> On a, that's a good roller coaster. And I went skydiving one time as a tandem jump, and I thought I'd get that feeling, and you really don't get that. I've never done skydiving. But but the roller coaster feeling, that's a great feeling. Um, It is. You know the one thing I found out about vacations, and I know, know, and you're going to do your duty to say you should budget for it, and I know that's a good idea. However, here's where I've messed up, not factoring in, all the many, I guess you would say incidentals, because there are plenty of them. And especially if you're going to a high tourist area. Oh, there is. There uh, is. Yeah. Uh, it's I would I would say if you can if you can budget for the majority majority of it, right? I mean, uh, there's still always gonna be those incidentals, you know, especially if you're going with kids, they're gonna want something from the gift shop. They're going to want um you know, an extra meal, if you want to call it, quote unquote, extra meal throughout the day at a, at a restaurant or mm-hmm. toys or gifts, whatever it may be, right? All these incidentals. But if you can plan for a majority of it, um, that is that is key. So, you know, just like any type of budgeting, if you do it monthly, 
that's one or included within your monthly budget, that is an easy way to at least, um, you know, take the entire trip and, and, uh, and start planning for it. So it doesn't seem too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Right. So if, if you know for a fact that you want to have a trip by the end of this year, so if you want to plan for a end of year, Christmas, um, trip, well, now we're in April, right? So you're talking, what, 10 months, nine months between now and then. Yeah. So if you, if you figure out, okay, here's where we want to go for our Christmas trip as a family. And now we have a good nine months to start planning for it. So if the, you know, if the course, uh, if the cost of the trip, for instance, for flights on its own is what's called Mm $2,700. That we know we need what three hundred dollars a month between now and then to at least pay for uh, that portion. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it gives you that time to start planning for for the for at least a good portion of the trip. Um, and even if you want to start planning for next year's trip, it's never too early to start planning for next year's trips. Right. If this year is going to pass by without a trip or um, maybe you have one or two things already lined up that are smaller, but next year's that big trip, then we still have time to start preparing for it. Uh, so I'd say if you can work it into your monthly budget to just start saving, put it to the side. I, I like spending um, and saving for it in cash. So we put a little pause on the credit cards. So we're not, you know, we're not, we're not putting too much pressure on, on our, on our credit cards to right. fund the trip. Um, you know, there's some credit cards that have miles and points that, that would help throughout the throughout uh, the planning process but if you can if you can budget uh, to cash flow your entire trip that's that's great right when you come back from vacation at least you know everything is paid up yeah exactly and you haven't you know you, you're not digging a deeper debt hole for yourself and and also too uh, if you're going on a trip and especially again if it's a tourist area but even out of wherever you go there are going to be some ex- some expenses that you just weren't counting on so what do you suggest? I mean, I guess, again, it depends on where you go, uh, but uh, having more money than you originally budgeted, in other words, because it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, you know, I'll put it this way. You'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Uh, that's it. You can say that on so many things, but it's very true. <laughs> it's very, very true. Well, it's a fun topic because Mo's in a fun place and he's having a fun time. Uh, but we're going to cover a little bit more of this after the break. We're talking travel here on Your Finances Untangled. More to come. can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning, the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch? That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's Cloudvestors. That's cloudvestors.com. 
We're back. It's your finances untangled. And do check out that website, uh, cloudbesters.com, because you can learn about this great uh, fiduciary firm born out of the the necessity of meeting the the clients, current clients, a request of, hey, I'm moving and uh, I would like to continue to be your client. I like you. And so uh, they this was born from the brick and mortar firm, which they still have. But Cloudvestors is great in creating that convenience of online planning, but still with a human touch. Cloudvestors.com. It was the winter of 1980, and I boarded the, the bus to Chicago, not knowing that I was about to embark on the worst journey of my life. Uh, I was, I've never, I, it was terrible. It was okay, terrible. Really? I won't name the bus line. Um, it was terrible. But because we would get on the highway, and as soon as we would get up to about 55, the, he's taking another exit. We could hardly get on the highway without pulling into another town to go to that town's bus station and either let off or pick up more people. Oh, it took man. so long. And and to make matters worse, we stopped at some greasy spoon, nothing hole in the wall place just for enough time to eat and i went in there and ate and paid got back on the bus and the bus driver pulls me off saying that they claimed i didn't pay for my meal. meal yeah and i finally you know they brought the the person out who rang me up she said oh yeah yeah i remember him i think he did pay and i'm like thanks a lot <laughs> it was terrible well, it I, must be. You still remember it. It has a lasting imprint on you. It was a long time ago. And I've, and I, but I, I actually took buses. I've taken buses since then because, you know, back then I was younger, didn't have a bit of money. And so it would fit my budget better. Uh, and, and I've also taken trains. I, that was kind of cool, the dining car and all of that. But um, obviously, flying is more convenient. We're talking about traveling. And um, here's the question I have now. Um, let me tell you how I do this. Well, here's how I find mine. I find one of those deals where they pay for everything. All you got to do is sit through a 10 hour timeshare presentation. <laughs> I will never do that again. No, you don't do it. <laughs> I believe don't me. I won't. <laughs> no, don't do it. I I've, uh, to this day, I have never met anyone who has a timeshare that raves about it. <laughs> They always stay always trying to, uh, you know, sell it off or just complain and gripe or uh, complain and gripe about the cost or complain and gripe about the fact that they don't even use the timeshare. So, right, I, I, right. so don't even if you think you have the willpower to go in, maybe get a, a free dinner and walk out without having without signing up for a, uh, a timeshare. Uh huh. Don't don't even try it. Don't even don't even try it. Well, let me tell you, my I don't even I, I won't even do it. And I know I won't sign up for one, but in that it's just one painful. percent chance. Yeah. It's painful. There's not a, even a one millionth of a percent chance that I would have done it. I did it to get whatever I got free, but uh it's just painful. As a matter of fact, if you scroll through the menu of podcast here, since you're on it, you, you got to scroll way down. It's been a while, uh, but we did a whole podcast on timeshares. It's really good. Yeah, you on check how to get that out, out of timeshares. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just, <laughs> but it's terrible. But and and one thing we talked about in the podcast is now with Airbnb, why would you do? Why do you even need to have a 
uh, timeshare. So that was my question. Uh, what should you look at in going somewhere, hotel or Airbnb? It depends. You know, if you the, the, there's there's convenience in both and there's and there's pros and cons. Right. So to the hotel, we're actually staying on a Disney property right now. Yeah. So the pro one of the pros to staying on a Disney property is um, there are buses that go from the hotel directly to the parks. Mm -hmm. So that way we don't have to deal with parking. So literally just go downstairs. There's a bus, takes us to a park, takes us back. Nice. And we're good to go. Yeah. So that's, that's really nice. Right. Uh -huh. Um, and then you, and then also you can hop to a different resort, not different resort, different hotel, and uh, you know access their amenities there. So that's actually pretty nice. Um, so, the, but Airbnbs are nice because some some of them are a little less expensive than a hotel. Yeah. If you don't necessarily need, you know, um, some of the amenities, like there's an arcade in our hotel. Right. Well, if you don't need an arcade. Right. Uh, if you're just going there to sleep um, and then you're going to spend the most of your day out, out and about, mm -hmm. then an Airbnb might be sufficient. Yeah, so absolutely. I've done I do Airbnbs often. Uh, we're actually going to go to um, – where are we going? We're going to Pigeon Forge later on this year. Okay. And we, we have an Airbnb for that. So there's pros and cons to both, but you're right. It is. I know my family and I, my sisters. That's, that's just another way of of budgeting. Yeah, right? exactly. Maybe the Airbnb yeah. is just it will be more affordable, especially if you're if you're thinking of well, um, I'd rather spend more of my money on mm -hmm. the memory part, the the ex the uh, the entertainment, the attractions than the actual lodging, and yeah. so. You spend more on the entertainment side, and you know you 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 do an Airbnb. I'd rather do that as I I don't use any of those amenities in the hotel, you know, like that gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's absolutely the pesky gym. That pesky gym, no way. That's what I'm on vacation. I don't want to do that. I always I, and look, you might work out, and, and look, kudos to you if you do. But I don't get it. I don't get. I'm. I'm. I walk by. These people are killing themselves and sweating, and I'm like, "Well, what kind of frozen drink shall I get this morning?" <laughs> but uh, I don't use the amenities um, in a hotel much anyway. So Airbnb would make more sense. And uh, my sisters and I, and all the whole family, which is huge. You talk about huge. You get their kids and their spouses and everybody together. And a lot of times, you know, we'll get one of those really really big nice houses at the beach with the pool and everything that's uh, nice yeah that's, yeah that's another way of budgeting right um you know, the, some, sometimes the places you go the more you bring the more people you have well, obviously the more you can share right you can, yeah. you can spread the you can spread the cost around so if you're if you're doing a family of two or family of three um you no know, well not family of two Two, two or three different families going together, right? That's mm -hmm. another way to cost to cost share. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I, I have not looked at any numbers um, this year. We're recording on April fifth of twenty twenty two. I haven't looked at any numbers yet on on how travel it would be up this year. I would guess that it's way up uh, because people are able to travel again. No, oh, I, I believe it is. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, people people are, are itching to come back. Yeah, they're itching. They're itching to travel, and and we're one of them. All right. We've already planned. Yeah, we've already planned four trips so far. Great. Good. 
Um, yeah, nothing, you know, the, this is the longest one of mm-hmm. a week, but mm-hmm. we, you know, a weekend here, uh, three days here, uh, actually, no, we have another week. So, so two, two, one week vacations and I think two weekend vacations. Um, but we, that's part of it, right? It's part of another part of planning, um, on, not on necessarily on the financial side, but just on the personal side, putting it on your calendar. They're one of the reasons why we actually are accomplishing these trips this year is because, um, at the end of last year, I made a I made an effort, not an effort, but I, I said to myself, I'm going to plug in the dates of our future trips. Whether they happen or not, we'll see. But at least if it's on my calendar, it's almost like speaking into existence yeah. or writing it into existence. I like that. So I, I put it on a calendar, and I said, we're going, we're going somewhere for spring break. I had no idea where we're going. Uh-huh. Um, we're going here for Memorial Day weekend. Wasn't sure where we were going. Uh, knew a date in a week in a week in July wanted to go, and then uh, I think it was August. I knew I just wanted to go uh, somewhere. I kind of identified the week and weekends that we I thought it'd be uh, uh, feasible for us to go for time wise. Yeah, and just started layering it into uh, uh, the budget and also laying it into the calendar. Well, you made it happen this time. Yeah. You did down speak it into existence, right? <laughs> I think that's a good idea, and also I think, uh, and especially after what we've been through in the last two years. But anytime, uh, I think, and honestly, I will say this: um, Americans are hardworking, but sometimes they're guilty if they take time off and not realizing that a little bit of time to unplug and get away. I think makes you more productive. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it recharges you. Um, you know, we, we just, you always need that time, that time to just unwind, uh, for yourself personally and for your family. And if you're, if you're working hard, busting your tail, 10 hour, 12 hour days, you know, five days a week, um, consistently day after day, week after week, month after month, you can uh, get burned out. You can get burned out. So sometimes that recharge is good for you personally, recharge, connect, <clears throat> excuse me, reconnect with your family. Um, have those memories in time, uh, have those memories and time um, to fill in your bank. And, you know, these are just memories that will just last you forever. So uh, and those and those memories are priceless. Right. You can't put a pri- you can't put a price tag on it. You can't budget around it. No, so, you, you know. uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So another thing, another pro to vacationing is is just the time with your family. It really is. To, just kind of, um, to reconnect with yourself. Well, on that note, let me ask you this. Let me get your take on this because you touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, how disconnected should you be from your job or should you be totally disconnected <laughs> from your job? <laughs> uh, you know, it depends. You know, it, it's I believe in work life balance, but I believe you can balance work. And uh, I don't know how to write phrase behind this, but I don't believe that there is like you, you just work, 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 and then there's life and then that you don't do anything in between. Right. It's, it's a balance. Yeah. And so for, for instance, for me today, um, I started connecting with my emails around six forty-five seven this oh, morning. Okay. And uh, for about two hours, two hours and two and a half hours, maybe. Mm hmm. So by nine thirty, I was I was I was I've, I've, I was done. Okay, so that was day, it for the day. That was it for the day. I had one phone call, and then we're doing the podcast right right now. So so call it about three hours today. I've I've been working. 
Um, but is your tomorrow, family standing outside of the car giving you mean looks because they're ready to go do something while you're doing this podcast? They're actually in the car being quiet. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, they're uh, <laughs> no, they're all they're upstairs getting ready. Okay, just getting ready. So I said, you know, what, let me just come down and do a podcast real quick. Wow, uh, we're, we're that's going cool. To dinner. Yeah. But yesterday, yesterday was an entire park day, so I didn't work at all. Yesterday, I didn't work at all yesterday. Today, <laughs> three hours, give or take. Tomorrow is another park day, so I won't have a computer with me. So it's, you know, you can disconnect, right? But we have mm-hmm. a team. Um, as much as I try to disconnect, um, yeah, I, th- you can't I, totally, I think my team. Yeah. I think my team knows that uh, I'm going to touch in and touch base with them at least once or twice a day. But uh, that's that's the beauty about having a, a strong, solid team like we have. Well, that's good. It sounds like you've got a good balance, a uh, good a balanced approach to that, uh, blending that in a little bit, only when necessary on vacation. I do hope you have a great time, and I like the topic here because I know you're kind of in a festive mood because you're on vacation, so it fits well. And it also displays how um, you can help your clients in so many ways, even in giving them tips on how to get away and recharge. You know, financial planning uh, is not, for us, it's not just about the markets. Yeah. Uh, It's about planning for life, right? And um, we have, we do have clients that ask us about, about things like planning on vacations and how to put it into their budget. Right. And, uh, so yeah, um, we help our clients in, in many areas, mm-hmm. not just, not just the investing side. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a great time. We're going to enjoy our time. And, uh, as always, thanks for joining me on this ride. We'll drop, <laughs> we'll drop a new one next week. Stay with us on the podcast. Your finances untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Piram and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. 